When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, a swollen and passionate Shekinah Joe made a soggy-faced plea to somebody in Atlanta not to loot at Lenox Mall, specifically mentioning Gucci in a now infamous outcry of, Gucci ain't did shit to y'all! Gucci has responded, issuing a statement saying, we don't even know her like that. Oh my god. Next. Next. Oh yeah. Next. B I B L E. Simone said she is not Uh, living to please man. She is here to please God at the end of the day. She is a Christian, God fearing person who only has to answer to him. And she's going to ask herself, what would Jesus do? Not what would an angry black woman do? She has said that she is angry, but she is also trying to be godly. B, the B stands for blasphemy, who is also working on new music, (laughs) went on to tweet lyrics from an upcoming Christian inspirational project, which read, I ain't single, bitch. I'm single as fuck, but he is my boyfriend every time we link up. So praise God for evangelist B. Simone. And finally... Somebody named Shamik Moore said that Rosa Parks was taking <laughs> wow, a cab instead of being nice. on the city bus in the first place. <laughs> wow. After, <laughs> after oh saying God. that, that's right. I know who the fuck that was. If gonna keep us off her. I ain't never lied to y'all. Yeah, I ain't gonna start now. Shit. So like I said, somebody somebody named Shamik Moore said that like, Rosa okay. Parks <laughs> said that Rosa Parks should have taken a cab instead of being on the city bus in the first place. He after, didn't. He after, did Oh, he absolutely did. After saying that he doesn't fear for his life in a climate of incessant police brutality against black people because he knows how to carry himself in tough situations. <gasps> mm-hmm. That's oh, why God, that nigga wonder. has a family guy chin. Welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't, and they don't either. <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, Asante. I think I know how you're doing this week. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to oh, push past goodness. the foolery now. I have a black <laughs> business, and I want to get down to that business first. It's not the blackest business, guys. It's actually the most colorful. Um, shout out to hairpaintwax.com. It's a temporary water-based hair coloring solution for those who want to try a new color every day of the week. I ordered a bunch of jars from them a little bit earlier this year just because I wanted to switch up my hair and I didn't want to do a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't want to talk about anything serious and I didn't want, so I just decided to talk about something colorful because I wanted to just make myself a little bit happy in times that are not so happy right now because we're going to have time for the serious stuff a little bit later in the episode. 
So that's it, hairpaintwax.com. If you want to see some of the colors and some examples, you can go to the Instagram, that's at hairpaintwax. H-A-I-R-P-A-I-N-T-W-A-X. This is a brand that you use, Asante? Yeah, I bought like seven jars. They had like a rainbow thing. I was actually a little mad because they didn't get my one color, but they sent me the refund right away. Y'all know I love me some good customer service. It was very speedy. Got my package speedy. Got my response to the customer service speedy. And the color works very, very well. I put some of it on top of this once and I wore it for like two weeks, but I'm going to get some more whenever I get my hair braided or just try to figure out how to do it myself. Put that color back on top. Beautiful colors. Great colors. And it didn't stain your bed sheets or your pillowcases no, or nothing? It didn't. Well, I normally sleep with my hair wrapped up anyway because I'd be trying to moisturize. But when the wax dries in it, like it's literally just like the color and it's kind of hardened. So it doesn't move around. I'm sure if I would have been like sweating or more moisture would have been involved. Right. I, yeah. It, like smeared. it got super popular for a while in like the natural hair scene. Um, shout out to Natural 85 because she's actually the first one that I personally saw using it on her hair. And if you know her hair, Whitney's hair, she's like the OG of YouTube. Yeah. Like the most beautiful hair. And she, I think, I forget what color. I think she had done like a purple. It was just so bomb with her hair. And then Maya did it too. I think Maya had like a royal blue. So for a while it was like kicking up on Instagram. And I loved it because a lot of us don't, like to dye our natural hair because it fucks our whole pattern up <laughs> for the most part most of us i mean for uh, you over there being meek mill but i remember when we did the color run you had all that green in your hair okay oh my god do you remember that and then you took that yes. iconic picture that i was like damn i would love to have green hair but who the fuck's gonna go through all that child please <laughs> had an iconic model okay right, i didn't I'm know not that dying it. i didn't know though that like dyeing your hair mess with the actual like curl pattern and shit because oh my god what yeah Yeah, you know i was trying to be cute i understand dimension and depths and shit so i had put a black rinse on my pubes you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) next next thing i knew honey my dick my dick looked like cab calloway i I said (laughs) it's a rage in harlem all right okay i said the cotton club here we come it was slicked down like harlem nights i was like i can't do this i I can't do this no more no more so shout out to that option (laughs) you know what i'm saying with yeah, that shout being out to hair paint said, wax. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, I'm no. said are y'all ready to jump in? Oh, before we jump in, do you guys have any announcements you'd like to share? You're talking about the great Gatsby. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have some announcements. Um, look, look out for me. I did a bunch of podcasts randomly last week and this weekend. Um, I was chilling with Orlando and Tahoe on the Harder Soft podcast. So. Oh boy! My God, <laughs> friend, they told me to tell you you next. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I ain't know how to answer that. <laughs> I ain't know how to answer that, but they said you next. Okay, I um, do. <laughs> <laughs> So check me out on the Harder Soft podcast, and also uh, shout out to our homegirl Carla. I had to Ooh. kick it with her for a little bit. Carla. Shut up. I didn't know you did Carla. <laughs> yes. I was kicking it with her this weekend. Um, having a blast. I think that she's going to put that up sometime later this week or next week. But just look out for my name on the internet and not for anything bad. That's it. Yay. What about you, friend? Anything coming up? Anything popping? 
No, just trying to stay black and alive. Um, so I so last <laughs> week's episode, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say the name because I ain't trying to butcher the accent. I'm just <laughs> say it was the slogan Digicel, for Digicel. <laughs> What was that, Dustin? <laughs> I feel like if I say it again, I'm going to mess it up. And that way, it's been too close to right. So, you know, it lives forever. It lives forever. Either you got it or you did it. So, that was the title of last week's episode where it was a shoot the shit episode. No segments, no hot button issue. Just whatever came up as we were going. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So, who stood out to you, Asante? <laughs> I picked the most ridiculous comment. I'm so sorry. Good. Um, I'm, we need I'm in, it. Them, <laughs> I'm in them SoundCloud streets. I want to shout out to Shauna, not formerly of DTP, or maybe I don't see the two ends. I wasn't sure. Um, her comment says, I lost a fucking AirPod in the damn house, and it's not even like my house is dirty. Well, why don't you use Find My, Find My on your iPhone, you ask? Because I use Face ID so much that I forgot the passcode. Me. <laughs> and, I locked my, and I locked myself out of the phone. I had to reset the whole thing. I hate it here. Quarantine is driving me crazy. LMAO. That, I don't know why. LMA <laughs> would lock herself out her own phone. <laughs> and she would. And I ain't know she listens. So shout out to her. I love Buddha. But she would do some dumb shit like locking herself out of her goddamn phone. And then tell us about it. <laughs> why are you playing... I found my Jacquees version of boot up on my computer the other day. Oh, send that. Send that. I, oh, no. I want the other song. Well, tripping. I want the Jacquees tripping oh, song. Oh, yeah. damn. I forgot uh, he did both of her songs. That's so tripping. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told he told tripping up. Or not, well, no, not tripping. Was it? Which one was it? I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was tripping. Because I like to think about it. It's his ass. I will say I saw him singing. I saw him singing "Adorned" by Miguel the other day, and Stop even though it. he did sound like Jacquees, he was keeping up. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? I promise. Y'all thought I was playing with Tamar's show, and you see us on every Monday night. I'm you know what? You're you. right. I have I'm to have more you. trust. I have to have more trust. So I'm not picking a comment this week. Instead, well, actually, yes, because this will set off what I was gonna say. So Aspen Evans. <laughs> On SoundCloud said, Portland is so white, girl. Because <laughs> I was talking about moving. To <laughs> I just love how clean that comment was. Portland is so white, girl. Like, <laughs> what is you doing? So a lot of you who live. <laughs> was that just good? <laughs> In a sea of comments. That one illuminated. Mm, 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 so mm. I received so many emails and comments on the uh, friends on Twitter from black folks living out in Portland that were like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why you doing the Drake boys? <laughs> <laughs> don't. No, they were legit like, yeah, no, you probably don't want to do that here. And I appreciated it. It was a good mix. Some people were telling me, that they moved out to Seattle and have had a way better time. Some people are having a good time in Portland as far as the quality of life, which is what they were looking for. But they were like, I don't have any friends. <laughs> I don't know anyone. <laughs> Ain't shit to do. There's just a lot of white folks everywhere. There's nothing to do. Do, do, do. <laughs> and a lot of you also shared the racism 
that you have to endure on a daily basis because of that, which obviously if you don't have a community support system, I can't even imagine what that must feel like to deal with that shit and then not even have friends to go back and like nurture yourself with. So something to think about. I know. I was like, well, damn. I beat the shit out of a nigga with a corn stalk or whatever the fuck. A big, strong plant out the ground. Something with a a, a limb or or a branch. Something I could pick up and just get to working their ass out. You know, you ever got a natural ass whooping like that? I don't think like that. There's a reason why them tribes and shit be caning motherfuckers and doing all that shit. It's reasons. I'm telling you. I'm I'm trying to learn the land as we move forward. That's one thing about it. The lay of the land. So... With that being said, I actually am very appreciative that you guys took the time out to send those messages to me because that's what we are about, ecosystems <laughs> and informing each other where the fuck to stay out of because I wouldn't know otherwise. That's how I was exploring it. It was like, I love that. The amount of messages I got, I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be more upset when you find out it was really white folks pretending to be black to keep your ass up. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Yo, don't even <laughs> don't even front. That could be a thing too, though. <laughs> they was like, the "Oh no, bots. what we don't want is their asses coming to Portland trying okay. to start a black community." They, they want to start a revolution. We heard that Kirk Franklin song. Y'all not doing that here. Ooh, I cannot wait to get into all of that. So, Dustin, who stood out yeah, to hi, you uh-huh. before we jump in? Uh, you know what? Last week was such a special episode. There's just a couple things that I would like to um, highlight. As I mentioned, and by a couple, I do mean two. As I mentioned um, in one of our ads this week, our audience has been showing so much love to the products that support us and that we have thus supported on this show. They really have. Thank you guys Um, so much. So I want to give a shout out to Blue Quartz at BLU Quartz, the number two, who said, friends on pod never misses. Dairy has given me horrible heartburn this entire pregnancy, but now I'm back. And she attached a picture of the Ben and Jerry's milk and cookies, non-dairy frozen dessert that we've been promoting. I hear that. <laughs> and she pregnant, so I just wanted to give her some love and her mm-hmm. baby Tambi in, you know what I'm saying? Just to, you know, give them some love on today and let them know that we see you. And, you know, I'm glad you found some comfort, literal mm-hmm. comfort food. You found it. The second tweet that I want to actually we'll do three. The second tweet that I want to highlight comes from Stitcher. Shout out to uh, Stitcher for including our podcast um, as one of the black podcasts that they highlighted, which explores health, mental wealth and mental hygiene. So shout out to I Stitcher. I saw Thanks, that. Stitcher. That was super cool. Shout out to Stitcher for that. And the final tweet I want to highlight comes from Buttercup at a underscore Monet with uh, several T's. I don't even know how many I'm looking at. But the tweet says, Rolling Ray is on the front lines doing more than most of y'all fans. I have to stand. (laughs) And it's attached to a picture of Rolling Ray dropping bombs for your moms and killing car alarms in front of the police (laughs) on the front lines of protests. And shout out to Rolling Ray. All the fuck bye. And we and we are going to start right there, my friends. Because (laughs) I have been a fan of Roland Ray for how long now? Forever, and who ever. did we see in the front lines, okay? Who? Holding it Whomst? down, keeping it realer than real, okay? <laughs> Yo, the <laughs> fact that Roland Ray had the the uh, the bottle, the water. He had a case of water. He had a case of water. <laughs> case of water. Um, you know, the case the of side. bottle water on the <laughs> 
See what I mean? Re, a resource in mo- literally and figuratively. Dog, that made me so happy. And and shout out to our listeners who, as soon as that video dropped, y'all were tagging <laughs> me down. Like, friend, you, you your boy. <laughs> your and if you people. don't know who Rolling Ray is, do yourself a favor and get on Google and that good old YouTube and look up the words <laughs> Rolling Ray and edify yourself. <laughs> so this week's episode you know obviously i had a topic planned mm-hmm. but considering the uprisings right now and just how everything is at a boiling point it seemed extremely irrelevant to talk about anything else and i know we serve as an escape and obviously there still will be elements of that throughout this episode but I do think it'd be a disservice to like gloss over it as if we're not all thinking about that right now as we're sitting here trying to create this episode. It just would feel it would feel like a misalignment. So I thought that we should not only share how we're feeling, but also open the dialogue for those of you listening to be able to share how you're feeling as well. So obviously I wanted to start with something light, <laughs> like Roland Ray, which mm-hmm. isn't even light. He no, really he put, heavy. yeah, he put himself on the line for us. And just, you know, that to me, people were laughing and had their jokes, but it was also really powerful to see Hell just yeah. the contrast too between the people with platforms that are, you know, buying outfits and turning this into something for the gram as opposed to people that are like really putting themselves on out there and using their platforms to show that. It's been interesting. Yeah. I feel like it's been a massive influencer takedown. Have y'all seen that? Yeah, I agree. And part of that is motivated by people being um, disgusted with sort of a lack of integrity um, amongst the influencer community um, as a whole. It's just like any other industry. There's going to be people who... Uh, misappropriate the intention of the work and it sucks for people like us who have worked um, diligently to maintain some boundaries and some decorum and integrity with the moves that we make in business and to see a person like Saucy Santana whose music I've promoted on this show who I've met in person and vibed to his music in clubs before and shit and to see him get his dumb ass on Instagram um, with his friends and holding up a sign that says all lives matter. How, how, how inappropriate, untimely, that was tone nuts. deaf. Wow. Like, why nuts. would you even do that when motherfuckers are out here literally working hard to make sure that your ass is taken seriously in the first place and you demean something that is so um, far reaching in impact. Those three words, you see all lives matter. When someone says that it's often in retaliation to someone already just stating that black lives do matter. So it's become um, words that are almost weaponry. And at this point, you what is the point of you? <clears throat> Before I get too far off track, let me just state one general frustration, right? I'm tired of people making very general points and feeling like they have the light bulb idea to end all, you know, racism, systematic oppression, and all of these things, these ills that we've been facing for so many years. I'm tired of these people that are just now becoming a part of this conversation, just now figuring out that they want to be heard and making these very general general statements that we end up dismissing, refuting, dispelling, um, um, fact-checking, whatever, and we end up wasting so much time that we could be using 
um, so much more efficiently by sharing pertinent information and necessary information that can actually make a change. I'm tired of, of semantics and dancing in very general remedial circles of information with people like Shekinah, okay, who mm. yelled about Gucci ain't done nothing to y'all, and then we're, we're we have to break this shit this shit down when really we could be focusing on and using our voice grateful for the people that listen to us we could be using that time to share like i said again pertinent necessary impactful resources and information so that's a general (laughs) frustration that i have right now i'm tired of the 101 shit let's move on from Mm. that and actually get to action items um and i think that people that are just becoming comfortable comfortable enough rather to be vocal in that space they just want to be heard and we, that's why there's this saturation of bullshit that's literally in the way of work being done and mm. if them bullets hit you then and i mean the ones that i was just speaking of not related not the to literal any, right right yeah but if the ones that i just spewed out hit you oh well go ahead <laughs> i mean man I mean, how? What can you even say after that? You know what's so sad? When I saw the the Santana uh, photo set, mm-hmm. I was in such disbelief mm-hmm. that I that my brain literally was trying to make excuses for him. I kid mm-hmm. you not. I was like, maybe they didn't realize <laughs> that mm-hmm. that's the term that is like against our movement. Mm-hmm. You know, like because some people. As much as we uh, assume people are online and, and educating themselves on what's happening, some people are literally just online just to arriving post themselves. To the party. Right. So mm. I wouldn't even be surprised. But at the same time, I just didn't want to coddle anyone either because this is a conversation that has been going on for how long now? If you are yep, unaware man. of what I'm the Black you. Lives Matter conversation is right now in june of 2020 i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you i don't even have the capacity dude i don't even have the capacity anymore and it felt really you know i had to check myself in that moment because i am someone that you know will will try to make excuses when i am in such disbelief of someone Mm -hmm. being that Mm -hmm. you know like just are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you that's, kidding me? That's why I've been kind of like silent for this whole thing myself because like Dustin, <clears throat> Dustin hit a lot of really like important points. Like mm-hmm. just for me as a creator, when I log on, I think to my like I'm trying to educate myself and I'm trying to be responsible using my you know platform because I know other people are watching, but. I don't want to be one of those because I've seen all this go for so long, but I don't really feel like I, you know, hold range to discuss this or educate anybody else on this. So I want to be a resource as far as like getting people to other resources. But I feel like there are people that aren't figuring out like where they lack and how they can help. They just know that they want to help and they're trying to do something. And I think Mm -hmm. in certain instances, I'm seeing that being more like damaging than it be good. But it's kind of hard. I can't even judge those people for doing that because you see so many people that are like, I wish somebody would like say something. (laughs) So it's kind of hard for me to even figure out like for me myself what to say, like what other people want people to say. But I know that everybody's hurt right now. So I'm trying to like understand everybody so I can get some sort of like information. And then I I feel like I end up following like you, friend, where I can sometimes make excuses, not necessarily like for people in action, but like 
kind of for like what's been going on and why people some people are like fed up even or why some people can't even like get to the root of the problem anymore it's just such a confusing traumatizing time like every time you even hit click not even send or anything even time you click on anything it's just like you don't even know what you're gonna get and now you bring up an important point too because one thing that i have noticed is people within our own community trying to police each other on the proper way to express yourself and I definitely don't want to contribute to that conversation because there are people who feel like, you know, the protesting and looting is is bad for the movement. And there are people that feel like the prayers and peaceful protests are bad for the movement. And everyone's kind of arguing amongst each other mm. on what's the best way for us to navigate what the fuck is happening. But the reality is we have never experienced this before. Nobody knows how the fuck to navigate this. And even our elders who have been in similar situations and can bless us with their wisdom, this is a whole different ballgame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like LL Cool J. <laughs> what did LL say? Oh, well, he was asking about the biracial kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, these are our elders too. So it's like, oh my goodness. But I don't want to police how anyone is dealing with this shit because the shit right. is fucked up. It's fucked up. And the reason that with Santana it bothered me was because when people were trying to have that conversation, and granted, let's not act like the internet can't be assholes when they try to correct you. It's not the easiest thing to get it wrong on a public platform to get anything wrong. But yeah. I did see people just calmly trying to explain, and he seemed more defensive and telling people, well, I got the poster and I did this for y'all, you know? And that's what kind of threw me off where I was like, okay, at least if you're going to put yourself out there, then you should be willing to hear your community out if maybe you went about it in a way that wasn't conducive <laughs> to the movement. You but, know what else? I'm sorry. Go ahead, friend. I'm so sorry. No, I will. It's, I'm almost done, I promise. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have... I. I think everyone needs to just play their role. You know, like for me, I Dustin was telling the story just last week about us meeting at a protest. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. feel like I have done the protest thing. And we've done it for many years, many protests, many... Uh, we've put ourselves, you know, in that space. And now I'm at a point where... I'm in the open your purse phase of That's right. what I contribute <laughs> to that, to our movements and our ecosystems where I know uh, physically I'm getting older. I'm not going to put myself out there unless we have to. I mean, if we got to, we got to do what we got to do. But right now I'm using my platform to amplify those who may have smaller platforms, make sure that people who are looking for resources on where to donate and, you know, which Black businesses that may have been torn apart need help rebuilding the bailout orgs. You know, all the even putting out the um, mental health practitioners who are offering free services right now, lawyers that are working pro bono, things like letting people know that ICE is on the way to different protests so that yes, they can kind of yes. get home, curfews. Mm. I mean, whatever I can do. That's where I'm at, as well as donating, because I am in a position where I'm blessed to be able to do so and making sure that people that need the help have it. So that's where I'm at with it. And I think it's important for people to not feel pressured 
to speak if they don't have the words. Don't feel pressured to do like a performative activism just because I've I even had people on my IG like, when are you going to post something? I'm like, listen, we have been supporting our black ecosystem always. My brand mm-hmm. has always been about that. I don't have to wait till tragedy strikes to suddenly be like, damn, I should have been circulating the black dollar. We've been doing that. I will always right. do that. Always have. It's always been my priority. So I, you know, I get defensive in that sense. Like, well, no, hold you on check now. check a bitch. That's what you do. You're not getting defensive. You check the hoe. Like, no, nah, motherfucker. Have you, have you, have you been listening? Like, where have you been? That's what, what the fuck we like, do Like, we've been here. This has literally been my heart-centered model. Like, this is what I do. And so, and also I think people expect you to, like, be this manic person that is you know, on IG and then Twitter and then Facebook. And it's like, whoa, like I'm, I'm processing this just like you are. And I'm also doing my best to amplify the community as well as I can while also protecting my sanity. Asante texted me the other day, like, Hey, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm in that, that space between needing to stay informed, wanting to protect the community, but also needing to protect my sanity. And it's like, how do you do that when every day you wake up, it feels like it's another crazy uh, storyline in the news that that you're like, what the fuck? The shit that's happening in a matter of eight hours when you're sleeping, (laughs) it's mind blowing. So I don't know that, you know, it's just a lot going on. Asante. Oh, no, Dustin, you were about to say something. What were you going to say? Uh, I forget what I was about to say. As we're sitting here, I just you got, got that an emergency, emergency alert? alert on my phone. I just saying saw that, 8 p.m. curfew. Yeah, New York is now on an 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. nightly curfew from June 2nd to June 7th. So that completely impacts like so many things that we have going on. Um, it's just a reminder like last night we were under curfew for the first time and I'm like, okay, 11 PM to 5 AM, you know, that's for tonight. That's just what it is now to see this alert that it's an earlier curfew and it's extended over a period of five days. It just feels so um, binding and just, it's just crazy, man. And I guess the other point that I was going to make, that kind of knocked the wind out of my sails a little bit, but the next point that I was going to make, uh, or the previous point that I was going to make, uh, dials back to the Santana issue. Now, <clears throat> he did post a video after he received a lot of um, well-deserved um, response to his post that he made, including someone holding up a poster that said, All Lives Matter, on an empty street um, with no one else protesting. It was obviously, you know, a curated photo, which Shoot. is cool, you know what I'm saying? But to me, it's about your intention. And I think this is the problem with a lot of people that want attention to the point of celebrity or something, a status, uh, a level of um, visibility that would be considered fame, right? When people are only pursuing a fame and attention and shit like that and celebrity, they they are devoid of the the mere fundamental things, the pieces that you need in order to make whatever your product is substantive. Here's a, a, a key scenario where this shows itself in, in just neon writing. <clears throat> you go on Instagram and you post a video saying, well, I did. We had to get stylists, makeup <laughs> artists, hair stylists, um, posters, markers. We did that for y'all. No, you didn't, Santana. No, you didn't. And what you did was expose the fact that you are 
baseless. Like if you if your intention was to put some content out to edify the people or to supplement the people in some way or to comfort you know your supporters and and aid them in a time like this and what you do is you sit the fuck down you educate yourself about what's going on exactly. you identify your audience and you identify key areas where you can offer some support and you present that we're benefiting nothing from you posting a dumbass picture and <laughs> an outfit and shit with a with bad penmanship on a poster board that we had to squint and read anyway and still made out the three dumbest words in the history of creation and and, and here you are expecting what from us because you went to CVS and City Trends what do you want from me for that, for your trips? I just don't get it. And so this is why it's always important to really kind of build into the foundation and the the the, the fundamental elements of whatever it is that you do, because otherwise it's just a bunch of fluff and it always ends up being exposed as such. Always. Mm. Well said, because that's exactly it. If it wasn't based on, it had no mm. intention to it except to get attention. That's and it. that's exactly what got exposed. And it's tough because I know people are feeling the pressure of needing to say something, mm-hmm. needing to post something. Because people are also in your DMs like, why haven't you said something? It's like, whoa, we're all experiencing this shit the same way. Not only are they in your DMs, and I'm not even speaking like for me, but just for what I've seen, but like they're like being subtweeted, <laughs> like a substantial oh, rate. Like, of course. I'm like, what are they like when they do say something? Because like when people are like y'all favorite celebrities ain't saying this, that, and the third, and then they come up for air and then they say something dumb as fuck. So I'm like, why did you want them to speak anyway? Like y'all beg for them to speak, and I don't know why. I think like, the thing is, some people have spoken out previously about matters that are um, closely related to this, and so those are some of the the more. Um, those are some of the people who have that expectation placed on them. I agree with you, Asante, that it's unfair. I've always been vocal about the fact that um, I only would like whatever your product or your gift is that you present to us as a celebrity. That's all I'm interested in from you. I don't care what you think about mm. anything else. I just want whatever it is that I know you for. I've always said that. And this is a situation where you can see the benefit of that sort of um, philosophy, right? If you want to call it that. But... <laughs> I, so so there are some people who I feel <laughs> like should have something to say. Kanye West had his ass, which I know that he wouldn't even say anything of value, but it's just the point. You didn't, you've embarrassed black America. You've embarrassed everyone, including your mom, who was a professor of African-American studies. You've embarrassed her with such a, an obtuse, empty statement about slavery being a choice. You've aligned yourself with Donald Trump. He has now created this dictatorship, um, instated damn near martial law. All like this, this country is literally at its worst. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong, and he Whew. still found some way to align himself with Donald Trump, who is at the helm of all of this chaos and calamity. So where you at now? When the entire world, what happened is. We were on quarantine and everybody was at home sitting the fuck down and paying attention to what's been going on. And so because normally we would have to go to work or go to this or go to that and we always have something to do that kind of stops us from really sitting in our thoughts and giving a damn about certain issues. Mm-hmm. Right now the whole world was on pause when this incident took place and unfortunately for um some people that is when they finally it clicked for them right so now it's like what are you going to say we are at the height of awareness for 
all of these things, this, like I said previously, this incessant police brutality against black people, and you've already been vocal about political issues in the past, saying things like George Bush don't care about black people, um, you know, shining shoes and eating watermelon at TMZ and then going to the White House and doing what you did. So where are you now? What do you have to say now when literally the floor is yours? I think that those are the people who are being held expect, to the fire. Yes, and, and, and appropriately so, justifiably so, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Hold their ass to the fire and make sure you burn the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys feeling about the conversation about the outside instigators, all the white people that you see busting windows and looting and, you know, beating the cops down and... And now you're seeing more of the peaceful protesters versus the looters. And then I I even saw a video where they were like actually turning in the looters to the cops in the middle of the protest. I was like, this is nuts. Like what this is, how this is, uh, how this has turned out. Like, I just, I don't even have the words. I'm grateful for the um, I'm grateful for us being in the day and age where everyone has some sort of device to document what's going on around. Right. Them. Outside of I'm the media's perspective, because now we are getting to see in some cases, in rare cases, pure, unadulterated footage from what's going on on the ground. So we see these people in action. We see these undercover um agents in action we see these white supremacists in plain clothes in action um causing all this chaos causing all this property damage um inciting all of this violence um stirring up confrontations amongst people who were not there with those intentions or that energy but we're getting to see it take place and so if enough of us share those videos i know that it is difficult to watch sometimes but if enough of us share those videos the word gets out this is what's really going on it's not the black people who are causing all of this shit that's making dummies like washington's well, that god forgive me because these people are dummies so i guess i can't follow that up with the name that i was going to say initially <laughs> so anyway it's making people do things that are not so smart um and focus on things that are a distraction from what the real topic of conversation is um and i'm just glad like i said that multiple people are able to record this shit Yeah, isn't it scary to think about how much we relied on media for our information before social popped up? Yes. Seeing how they spin things. It's funny that TV's always been called programming. (laughs) So, like, when you really take a good look at that now, like, when you look at the internet and it's just like a vast table of whatever the fuck you want, but then you can actually look at cable as programming. Like, they're hurting you to have these thoughts or see these images or be influenced this way. So it's kind of fucked up now to just be able to log on and actually see the bullshit that you know exists out there whenever you want, as much as you want, as opposed to getting pieces of it and then people making it seem like just a conspiracy theory. It's like, no, we've actually seen a a lot of these theories come full circle because it was crazy watching, you know, people say like, oh, there's plainclothes officers out here and then them going back, showing a video of the motherfucker out there. And then later on, the stories coming out about their families and shit, it was just like, eye-opening you saw them cops you saw them police officers putting all them nike shoe boxes in the trunk yes what what about the police officers dog what about the police officers that had the bricks in their truck and were strategically placing them in piles and like this is what's the thing like you know y'all know i've always been the conspiracy theory friend (laughs) 
<laughs> and it's always challenging to be that person because, like you said, Asante, there's a lot of programming that we are under. And so when you start pulling that veil up, a lot of people aren't ready for that. I hate to sound like Twitter and people are like, well, y'all not ready for that conversation. But that's the reality. That shit a lot is of really people, real. I mean, dog, you saw there was a video of a, of a white woman coming out of a store clearly looting. And the news anchor was like, maybe she's an employee. <laughs> Stealing her motherfucking ass off. Unemployed. Hands full. We With like maybe. five bags Mm-mm. at night. With a busted window. And people were literally under the comments like, well, maybe she was checking in on inventory and trying to save what she could, you know, to protect the store from the looters that were going to come by later. I was reading the comments like, oh, my God, this is what I'm saying about the disbelief. Like it's and even people defending the the image of the cops putting in those Nike boxes. Mm -hmm. People were literally in the comments saying maybe they were protecting the inventory from the looters that are going to come and grab right. those Nike just, boxes later. Just like they protect the cash and the drugs and shit that they get on drug busts and shit all over the city, right? They was just, just holding it, just holding it and turning it all right in <sighs> above board. The fuck out of here with that bullshit. And that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about, bitch. You know how dirty the motherfucking police are. You know how dirty they are. You know how dirty they are. So let's not act brand new when you literally see this shit in plain sight in front of your face and then you insult our intelligence, not only our intelligence, but you also insult our experience by right. by by saying these these re- utterly ridiculous statements and takes on things that I mean, how if, if we if you put a red Oxford shirt in front of us right now, we all gonna say that's a red button down shirt. That's just what it is. And then bitches will tell us it's a wife beater. So that that's that's and then, the kind and then of, call us crazy. Yeah, and then saying, you know what? Fuck and you for seeing how it is. Yeah. I so I'm just that kind of shit has worn me out. But now yeah. I'm sitting here thinking about how I gotta make it to Costco before, you know Before curfew. Yeah. yeah. Y'all so, this curfew thing, like Oh my goodness. And the fact it's just, that it's it's they said like, oh, it's just for the from uh what was it? AP no eleven PM 11 to five AM just supposed to be for the night and then suddenly it got extended to five days. And I'm like, wow, you already see and then the plan. It's fucking chess and it's just so frustrating. Like Ugh and and you know what scares me? When they announced the first curfew was that yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I was on FaceTime with a friend of mine. And he was in the house with like some of his friends and his brothers. And I was like, yo, they just said the curfew, like, and they and they all laughed and was like, I'm a grown ass man. You know, and I was like, see, I That's get it. That's how it happens right there. Mm-hmm. I get it, but that also gave me that anxiety of like, fuck, this is what we're gonna be dealing with now. Because yeah. we're adults. This is where it gets tricky. This is in where this it part. gets so fucking blurry for me. Because I was not in that moment gonna be like, well, you know, it says it. I'm like, this is just what's going to make shit complicated mm-hmm. because we are all grown and this shit's mm-hmm. illegal as fuck. But we're under a dictatorship with this Scary motherfucker holding a Bible. Talking about what do you have to lose? And then you got dummies. Oh, Lord, here I go again. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Then you have other people who are saying, who are identifying. Well, you know, one thing Trump did do was what? 
We don't need to hear none of that shit. Of that. We don't need to hear none of that shit. Zero. Not now and honestly not ever because what he didn't do will forever eclipse whatever you think he did do. Because every time that he should have taken an action, he chose not to. And every time that he should not have done something, he chose to make a choice to harm others. So miss me with the bullshit, the rhetoric. Um, there's so many names that I could name, but... I just think that in a time like this where people are, you have to remember why are people upset because someone was murdered in front of our faces um, without consequence or without justice being served. And it was again, and it was right, right for the for the 525,600th minute time, um, you know, <laughs> right. that this has happened. And that's why people are upset. So don't talk to me about how you feel about why they, how you feel about them being upset. Talk to me about why they're upset or let's not talk at all. And that's where, again, the boundary is set for me personally. I don't have time to waste. Like I said, I got to think about going to Costco. So just talk to me <laughs> about what we need to discuss. Miss me with everything else. I don't give a fuck about you wanting to be heard because you okay, think Shekinah. that you figured it out. And that's another thing that kills me. These motherfuckers finally think, well, I, well, but see, if we just talk, talk ourselves you know, out of these situations with these people, then maybe we could be, you think your motherfucking ignorant ass then figured out the key to life out of all these experiences and all these years, you who just started halfway paying attention to life and to, 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 to uh, our, our social environment as black people and the, the social climate for us as black people, you think that you, since you got something to say, this is the key, and you finna change everything. Well, thank you, Kendall Jenner, for your Pepsi. Or should I call you Keisha, <laughs> Keisha Jenner for your Pepsi? Thank you. Did you Not pull Keisha that out of my Jenner. head? How? And the videos of people hugging the cops and crumping for them. Oh, and... my. Did you hear that girl's foot stomping when she was crump dancing? <laughs> no. Her foot on that concrete, I'm telling you, that shit took me. <laughs> Down. Tell you somebody else too. While while we while I got the floor, because this our damn show. <laughs> Madonna's son dancing. Oh my I god! Don't, I don't give a damn how old he is. <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious, and, and and it was even funnier once they dubbed that audio over it. We're gonna shook and jive and shook and jive. No, and stop. And jive. They did not. And, I, no. and he was dancing. And but I feel him bad stomping. for him because this shit ain't his fault. He's a baby. He's 14 well, who got adopted read into the that room. fucked up family. Read the room, homie. I was 14, too. And I figured out when I was looking awkward and dumb. And I was like, oh, I can't <laughs> do that no more. So figure it out. And may this be a learning lesson for you since your mama ain't taught you <laughs> nothing about how not to embarrass yourself on the internet. In fact, she is encouraged. Did you hear her clapping? Woo! And yeah! While he was dancing and shit. Y'all didn't hear all that? Then woo! <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I the have motherfucking the sound dog. Did you see the? Oh well, first of all, you gotta hit listen to the sound so you can hear his foot hitting that kitchen floor. Then yeah, and and, the, and the, the chest slaps. And then did you see the motherfucking dog looking up like, look at this nigga right here? You ain't see the dog the way the dog was looking at him on the floor. I did. The dog was looking like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this house? And I love that song. I, in fact, I think that this is a stretch here, right? But I think that Soldier Boy pulled some of his inspiration for his rap style from the the cadence of the verses on that song. Think about oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, oh man, he did like a mic drop moment. Think when he about said it. That. Yeah. So fuck all that. 
and it's and you know people and it's hard because people obviously are looking to me to to be like say something peaceful and i'm like i actually believe that there's a time for peace and there's a time for destruction mm-hmm. and some shit needs to be burned the fuck down and i don't mean that literally but i do mean mm-hmm. that literally I mean that on every realm for new shit to be born because we cannot expect to tear this shit down that clearly has not worked and then just build the same shit up again. Yeah. And I saw someone that, you know, was saying, because I was fascinated by the business owners who were like, it's okay. Not, you know, clearly it's not okay. They've fucked up. Like their business got burned down. Your shit got looted. It does not feel good. But I appreciated the business owners that understood that this is so much bigger than that and literally were like the shit had to burn down then the shit had to burn down like and my all that gets replaced the movement is bigger it's a bigger story it's a bigger conversation that's at hand obviously the bodies of the people we've lost can't come back just like you know inventory or buildings and so i was actually really blown away by those business people i was so blown away there was like an indian restaurant i think i wish i remembered which city i think it was in chicago where the owner was literally like yeah it's fucked up (laughs) but this conversation is even more fucked up and so Mm, i'm gonna stay yeah i'm gonna step back and not center it around me and i found that so powerful yeah so powerful they didn't have to do that, and they didn't. Even if they felt that way, they did. They definitely didn't have to share that. Um, and to be able to locate that sort of clarity in a moment where you do have, so have to figure out how to rebuild your shit, I just think it's noteworthy. So, shout out to them. You know, you ain't supposed to tell a kid they did a good job for making their bed. It's what they're supposed to do. But some mornings, your kid needs to hear it. And so, shout out to the <laughs> business owners for having that perspective on things. I agree with you, friend. I want to know from y'all. I just want to know just because for me, it's hard watching and not really knowing. And y'all might not know either. But like (laughs) I was watching the Tory Lanez get passionate and then Shekinah coming on there trying to defend herself. But I want to know, like, how can we not come together, but how can we like hold room to like really be able to hear each other out and be like, that's not what I had a problem with you doing. This is what the real problem is. So we can be like, okay, bitch, you right. Let's mobilize. Or or like just something to where we're not like screaming in a fucking vacuum. Cause I'm watching some of these lives. Like, are y'all really like back there doing that? But then some of them, like Dustin might've said, just really woke up for the first time ever. And they got a lot of shit to say. They don't know that they like five, 10 years behind or like, I just want to redundant as fuck. Yeah. Like how would y'all have, not, I don't even know how to ask this question, but like, how how can we help each other get to a point to where we can um, hear each other so we can mobilize with each other? By worrying about your motherfucking self. That's how. By, by educating yourself on what's going on, by getting the most relevant and, and factual information that you can get and understanding it before you move on to the next step. That's how we can help each other by concentrating on our goddamn self and making sure that we have the knowledge that we need to then share that knowledge with others when requested and when appropriate, mm-hmm. okay? Those two things, because believe it or not, it's a level of consent here too, because I don't give a fuck how you feel, to be <laughs> honest. So I don't really want you sharing that shit with me anyway, but you know, there's a way to get that done too. 
And so I think that to answer your question, that's how we can be the best, um, the most of service to other people by equipping ourselves as best as we can and then conquering the day as it comes. That's how. Mm. And for me, I'm seeing people that are creating that. I think the problem is that someone's always looking to someone else or something external to come in and save the day. That's the biggest problem that I'm seeing. I I have roundtables with people that I think are innovators and or what they call think tanks. There we go. Yeah. I've been a part of think tanks with people who have invited me, people that I have invited. We're creating those spaces. You know, so I feel like if it's something that you're genuinely interested in, when I say you, I don't mean you, Asante, but just you yeah. as in whoever is she looking for me. that. <laughs> whoever whoever's looking for that, you have to create it. You have to put that, put the prompt out. You know, I've seen tweets of people being like people that are frustrated with the looting or the protesting, and then they're like, This is what I think we should do. I've seen people starting websites where they're like Someone started a website today, um, Boycott America with three Ks.com, <laughs> where it's a website that's going to be just for black owned businesses. And All they're right. creating it. And that way, you know, if, if you want to contribute to your economy and the black dollar, there's a, a centralized location where that will be there. And that's something that, you know, is powerful. It's huge because there's a lot of uh, links that are all over the place. Like people have sent me maybe like five or six different links. So it's hard to really have like a centralized location. I don't mm -hmm. even know if this will be one, but I'm seeing that people are are putting those things into action. My friend Netic has a, a, a think tank with people in the tech field. What apps can we create to service our communities and 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 connect us you know because that obviously that's the hardest part people are looking for each other and don't know where to look necessarily so i mean we're blessed we have the internet we can talk to each other you know so i feel like less there should be less energy knocking what's not working and more energy focused on like what we want to do and how we can do that and execute those plans and right. knocking each other. I just, I feel like people are getting exhausted just from what I'm seeing arguing with each other. Like, it's but like, it's we understandable. All know, people yeah, no, are just frustrated. Fucking it is frustrated. understandable. It's just sad because I feel like it always comes to this point to where we arguing with each other and then people get tired and shit just shuts down or stops altogether. So that's right. why I'm like trying to figure out ways we can have more conversations about like, unifying or how to unify or how to hear each other because we all do have something to say and we all are hurt that's why it sucks when people are like well just because you hurt you shouldn't be doing it. it's like no bitch i'm hurt so just know that i'm hurt and you know we need to figure out something and from that's there. what it is yeah 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 they were showing did you guys see the video of the hong kong protesters like how organized mm -hmm. <laughs> how like they were so strategic with everything they were doing and i was like that you know there's a lot to learn from that just they're still putting themselves out there, but there's a lot of planning and a lot of conversation that's clearly taking place first for them to, to be able to come out there like that. Yes. And people are saying we need an MLK. Where's our MLK? Why you sounded like Princess Nokia when you said that? <laughs> MLK. An MLK. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> that's up that's up for debate. <laughs> I mean, we have Andrew Caldwell. 
Oh my um, god, he was out there, okay? I saw him getting maced. <gasps> you saw the picture of his face pepper sprayed? I was like, oh no. shit. Send me the, the um, send me the link. I'm gonna send it to you. He got pepper sprayed and everything. I'm like, all jokes aside, people be laughing at these people, but they out there. Yeah. They know. <laughs> they know something going on. Shit, it's hard to miss what's happening outside. I can't so. stand you. <laughs> How have you guys been finding the balance between staying informed but also like making sure you don't lose your shit? Paternity court on YouTube. <laughs> That's real? You, my, it's my favorite distraction. Um, I have the the episodes are just long enough. They're always like eighteen to twenty minutes. Yes. Um, so long enough for you to accomplish some sort of task or just escape for a long, you know, just long enough to go back and see what changed now. But I'm telling you, Lauren Lake's paternity court on YouTube has been saving my life. I have seen the most unforgettable people in these court cases that you ever want to see. So just give that a chance, and I'm going to send you that link. <laughs> Asante. You know, been crossing animals. Um, <laughs> I've just... You, Fury, and Crystal have been cracking me up with that. You know what's so crazy? Like, um, <laughs> last night, or this morning even, it got real political on Animal Crossing. Somebody Stop I saw, it. For real? Well, when somebody I saw on uh, Instagram, I, I should find his name, but he had like a Black Lives Matter hoodie on. And so like, I went on Animal Crossing, I got one too. And I was up this morning, like traveling islands. And on this island, me and three black girls had on our Black Lives Matter hoodies. Holy and the host, shit. And the host of the island was a white person. And all they put was like a dry LOL. You could tell they felt awkward as fuck. <laughs> but I just thought that that was really, really funny. I, it, it was amazing to see because you don't see a lot of people of color like... You know, you don't see a lot of representation of people of color playing games any fucking way. So the fact that I've been playing Animal Crossing and it's always they black ain't got black animals. Yeah, they do. They they even have like a black like my my character is black. Like they got black people. So the it's animals, just funny. Like uh, I think some animals is black. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't never like seen no bear. dog and been like. He's like, you ever seen the been around one? You know them dogs. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You ain't never seen nobody with like a Rottweiler that you know it's mean, but he know who to be cool around. You know what I'm saying? So like you go over there, the dog just sit next to you and shit. You know, you know the black dog. Y'all know it's some black animals. Y'all know it. Maybe not cats, but it's some black dogs for sure. I'm telling you. Yeah, I've just been doing virtual escapism. That's it. That's real. Only what about thing you, I'll... friend? I mean, I... I will admit that my uh, self-care has taken a backseat right now mm. to a certain extent. It's still my priority because stress most definitely kills. And a lot of what media uh, lives off of and thrives off of is keeping us stressed because it's easier to affect us that way. And so I, even if I like follow along and read everything and watch everything and I'm like, you know, making sure that I'm a resource, I still make sure at the end of the day to remind myself that I also have the right to turn everything off and not feel guilty about that. And that's right. You know, someone actually even linked us that five years ago this week, our episode was called It's Okay to Log Off. Ain't that something? Wow. Damn, I remember that episode Five years title ago too. to this week, which wow. is crazy to think about. <laughs> we, on our, like we, on, we on that shit the Simpsons be on. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
So that's one thing I want to say even to our listeners. Like, yes, I understand the the desire to be as useful as possible to our communities, but do not forget about yourself. Do not feel guilty if you have to veg out. Like, uh, Masego has a new veg out song that I feel like is perfect. <laughs> I'm going to play it later. <laughs> Not Dustin with this Lysol can. <laughs> um, but if you need to veg out, don't feel guilty. Find your joy. Find the little moments that allow you to clear out a little bit because you still have to take care of self. You're, you're not going to be of service to any movement if you feel like shit, if you're stiff mm. and stressed and stress levels high. There's nothing that you can do for your community. So I think it's something that people feel very guilty about. You know, even now when I turn off my phone, I think it's not even more a guilt as it is like so much happens now in a eight hour period that I think I'm almost scared to wake up and see like what else. Fran, <laughs> let me tell you something. You have the right to remain <laughs> silent. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got to turn a goddamn thing on if you don't want to. Okay. You can check out, friend. I know. Absolutely. And y'all out. know that I'm the queen of that. But for That's some right. reason, for some reason, it just feels different this time. Yeah, because we don't want to miss nothing to end up getting us shot when we walk out the motherfucking front door. I mean, yeah, because look at I like... I know we couldn't go outside after five. No, it's time. true. Like, I have, yeah. like, literally, I got nervous yesterday because Maya um, is in the middle of a cross-country drive right now. So she's kind of been out the loop. Oh, no. I know. And I was like, girl, you would be in a freaking cross-country drive during this uprising. So I've been nervous thinking mm-hmm. of her and checking in and making sure she's good. And she hit me because she had gone into a grocery store and was like, how weird is this? Nobody's in here. And I was like, girl, there's a curfew. Like, you know, that panic set in because apparently not everyone got those text messages. Right, right. Which mm, is so, so shady and scary. And think about the people that don't speak English mm-hmm. because those tra- those were not translated. Like, No, of course they weren't. <sighs> Essential workers who, you know, might not have their freedom papers on them to show mm -hmm, to the mm -hmm. patrol when they get stopped. Like, this is just too much. And so I've been protecting self, but also being being useful because this is the time to do that, you know, and just trying to find that balance. Even I have to admit it has been a hard balance. A hard balance, because I'm just like, we have so much to do for each other right now. We're yeah. literally all we have. We have so much yeah. to do for each other right now. Oh, Lord. Okay, on a side note, uh, on a weird light note, so mm-hmm. I can lose y'all, because I want to lose this energy just a little bit. I'm just, um, can I tell you about this random ass anime I watched? I just feel like it's so interesting, and I'm probably going to lose what you. What the hell? <laughs> it's gonna make sense it's not gonna make a lot of sense but it's gonna make sense i I was watching this anime and basically it was about this guy and he was a precog and it got me to thinking about like the shit that's been happening today and how i wished i was a precog and i really want to share it because that's what i was thinking about when i watched the end of it the guy at the he had this power he was immortal so every time he um was killed he had the power to kind of see like the possibilities of futures and he kept basically every time he died was trying to pull like favorable futures as opposed to futures that 
you know, where he would just actually not be immortal anymore. And I just thought it was so crazy that, that something like that existed. But we keep having all this like future talk and space talk. So I just want to throw that out in the atmosphere, too, and pray that maybe somebody's is if you're dying and you're coming back, you can pull a favorable future for us. OK, just want to put that out there. That's <laughs> no, you it. didn't uh, do a call out to the time travelers. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, you know, I got to do something. OK, that's me doing what I can. <laughs> And you know what's funny? So SpaceX just launched, right? Did y'all see mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how true it is because that's, you know, I'd be on conspiracy theory YouTube. So someone was, <laughs> someone <Friendly. laughs> showed a clip of the launch because it's on YouTube. For, it's like a four hour fucking video. There's a clip where it looks like there's a mouse. <laughs> On the outside of it. <laughs> I know he ain't. I know he ain't motherfucking holding on to the space shuttle like they do the train here in New York. Mouse Jones, motherfucker. If Mouse Jones, then he'd hijack the space shuttle. <laughs> I have to find. Hold on. Let me go. I have to find what YouTube channel it was because I saw it on Twitter with people being like, it's a motherfucking mouse. There ain't no way in hell that shit is in space. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I love me a conspiracy theory but I was dying because I was like the fact of that we things. the fact that we legit don't even know if this shit is fucking staged like a motherfucker and it's out of, being made out of some studio in Tribeca there's a mouse that just ran across it and fucked up their whole shit <laughs> see see and they would be the dummies that would have some make a stupid mistake like that I know which is why I was like it, you know, whether that's true or not, I'm not here to debate it. But what I find interesting is that it just feels like the veils of all these realms are being pulled up. You know, where like all the shit that we grew up being like, wow. And then something like that, where this fucking mouse appears to run across it. <laughs> like, it's just, I was just like, this is just too much. But actually, it's um, the C-SPAN channel. And the video is the NASA SpaceX Crew Dragon launch. Let me tell That's you something. If that was on C-SPAN, that happened. <laughs> C-SPAN always been. That's like the PBS of, well, the other PBS. C-SPAN is good, y'all. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you have to go to, I believe it's the 413 mark. The 4 hour and 13 second mark. But even just read the comments. Because you see people being like, motherfucker, was that a mouse? <laughs> <laughs> If you just need a laugh, a good break from all of this heaviness, Mm -hmm. just go to that video and read the comments. I kid you not, I was literally like in my house in tears from the laughter of people (laughs) being like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I love America. We're just a fucking mess. So, you know, (laughs) are you guys going to leave the country? Are we moving? It's that fucked up to where we actually be asking each other straight dead ass. Straight up. Y'all leaving the country? (laughs) (laughs) And the sad part is as black people, where the fuck can we go? Baby, according to uh, which one of the motherfuckers said Atlanta was Wakanda last week? Oh, gosh. T.I., Lord. T.I. ass, yeah. Um, Clifford That's another Hot thing. Cl- the shit that has been coming out of these celebs' mouths. Oh my god! Kim Clifford Hyman Harris, uh, Killer Mike's ass. All of them just been talking shit. Now, nah, what we need to do is 
this is the idea. And you'd be like, how the fuck? Who, first of all, when did you become the city ambassador or whatever the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell y'all. I always tell people, like, I'm so glad that I left Atlanta. And forever I love Atlanta. But, like, it's just that, like, system there. Like, people think, like, they forget that it's the South. But it's because it's so Atlanta they think that it's different. I'm just like, nah. <laughs> like, if anybody should have been standing up there, it should have been Monica. Because I would have did what she said. <laughs> did y'all have any um, brands hit you up asking you for advice? I had brands hitting me up literally being like, how can we support the black community? No and I literally was so... That power. I was so... <laughs> I was so frustrated <laughs> at first because I was like, here you are asking me to emotionally labor for you for free mm-hmm. at that just mm-hmm. because you haven't done the work. So now because of we're in the middle of crisis, suddenly you expect the black people that you know, the one or two of them, <laughs> to teach you and do a crash course. Mm-hmm. And I literally just told everyone, open your purse. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see a flyer. I don't need a caption. I don't need an IG post with a black backdrop that says hashtag you know, anything we care whatever the fuck open your purse percentage of your proceeds fucking go on twitter and and ask people for their cash apps that are protesting i mean just open your purse the money we have spent on you create an ecosystem so that we can have it funneling back to us that's it i just haven't had the capacity and i and y'all are funny shout out to our listeners too because y'all been holding these brands to the fire i Mm -hmm. went on ig and y'all had i had so many comments of y'all being like i found out about you from a black woman and it would be Parentheses. Hey, friend. Hey, shout out to the friend zone. <laughs> People being like, "Well, well, well, well. How come you haven't?" <laughs> Which had me dead. First of all, y'all was so fucking funny. I love it. Talking about but well, 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 well. How come we haven't seen you say anything? You know. So it's been interesting just seeing how we're all moving, trying to figure out because it's a, it's a, it's an interesting time, you know. But. Let people grieve how they're grieving. Actually, I'm not going to do a a full-out wellness segment today. I just want to use my platform to highlight people that I think are doing great work and need Mm -hmm. to be amplified. Um, My sister, Shirley, who I have mentioned many times, she's a therapist. Um, She's an energy worker, yoga teacher, but also a licensed, excuse me, psychotherapist. Mm. And she's doing, right? I'm like, let me get it right. An IG live that is happening this Wednesday. So the day we drop, hopefully you catch it in time. It's at 6.30 p.m. PST on the 3rd. And it's the alchemy of grief, a conversation that honors our ancestors, our grief, and all of our emotions with Shirley Johnson and Aisha Walker. The conversation they're about to have is going to be everything. If you are having trouble alchemizing your grief and need help from a licensed professional, we all have our opinions. We all have our tried and trues, but it's different to consult someone who this is their career to do so. And they have the actual tools that you could put into practice. I want to make sure to amplify those professionals that are also black women and can speak to you through the lens 
that you need to be spoken to through. So her IG is Solistic Wellness. That's S-O-U-L-I-S-T-I-C-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. Solistic Wellness on IG. Everything is on her IG as far as how to uh, find the link and the information on when it starts and even more of a background on what exactly is going to be discussed. Lastly, um, because that was a big one, let me find this. I've been retweeting so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Someone posted. What's your heart, friend? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try to find through my timeline. So AJ Scribes, um, letter A, letter J, Scribes on Twitter, created a thread of all the mental health professionals that are offering their services for free. And because she started the thread, or excuse me, because they started the thread, a lot of people from the internet jumped in offering their services because maybe they weren't part of, you know, the larger conversation or even things that are happening on a local level. So shout out to AJ Scraps for kicking that off. And then lastly, Life in Her Lane, L-I-F-E-I-N-H-E-R-L-A-N-E, Life in Her Lane on Twitter, that's her at, posted a list of Black-owned farms, which I love. I know. And look at the little old man. Do y'all see him? Yes. (laughs) Look at Queen Sugar. You see him with his cows? (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And it says it's the ultimate list of Black-owned farms and food gardens by the unitedblackbooks.org. It's on my Twitter right now, but obviously it's on hers because she posted it. I will include all these links in the information box. So those of you that want to click it directly, of course, I will also have those links available to you on the Friends on Twitter. But I wanted to amplify those specifically because I think these are the conversations we need. Actionable items. How do I handle my grief and how do I support my community? Those are two links that will get you started. And that's it for this week's hot button. And that's Can it I add this. one thing to your wellness segment in, the, in alignment with you amplifying those people who are actually doing the work? So I want to give um, a highlight to Brandon Anthony, who is an event producer and also an actor in Los Angeles, black gay event producer um, in West Hollywood, pretty much throws only black gay parties in L.A. when you go. Mm -hmm. Um, And he issued a statement yesterday um, on behalf of his organization uh, to he addressed it to the city of West Hollywood bars and restaurants. And I just want to read a brief excerpt from what he said. Um, He said that although the although the protests and outcries are a response to racism and discrimination towards black people as a human. Um, these actions should ev- uh, towards black people as a human these actions should evoke a response from everyone he said if these matters are not directly addressed we will be forced to take our businesses and influence to establishments that value our existence thank you for continuing to provide a safe space for our community and i'm eager to hear any feedback and suggestions you may have let's work together and provide support to our black brothers and sisters sincerely brandon anthony ceo and founder of his organization so what he did was he posted this message on his instagram and then specifically tagged um five bars in west hollywood on this strip that every whenever you go to la you hang out at this strip in west hollywood over by pump restaurant Mm -hmm. and all those other joints and he tagged mickey's weho 
Rocky's WeHo, Revolver WeHo, Trunks Bar, and Flaming Saddles. And do you know all five of those establishments within the next 24 hours had posted uh, statements saying that, yes, we align with Black Lives Matter. We know what you all have contributed to our business and to this neighborhood, and we are willing to take action and do this moving forward. So I just thought it was dope that he lit a fire under their asses and yeah. literally like let them know you need to have something to say. You, you need to let your audience know that you're aware of this and pick a side. Otherwise, we're going to take our business elsewhere. And they responded. So that caught. And he was very clear that this was just step one in a plan that he had outlined. So right. I just thought that caught action was dope. So shout out to Brandon Anthony for holding it down for us in West Hollywood. Definitely. You. you know what? I'm so intrigued that you said that because I was having that internal dialogue with myself <clears> where <throat> I have not called out any brands because I'm observing. Just seeing. I'm yep. just been in a very observant mode where I think what happens too is when you call people out, of course they're going to say something because, well, not, I shouldn't say that actually because some mm -hmm. might very well be like, all lives matter, fuck y'all. Mm -hmm, <laughs> but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the most part, people are going to feel cornered obligated. Mm -hmm. and obligated to say something. And so I haven't done that because I want to make sure that the brands that I've aligned myself with naturally come to that. And it makes me feel you. better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I will say shout out to Lone, especially. Y'all know Come how on, I Lone. feel about Lone. They put out a statement saying that 20% of their proceeds for the month of June will go towards. I mean, they have like a list of organizations they're going to be supporting. And I love that because not only did they put out a statement showing their stance, but also an actionable item. And this is what we're going to do about it. Good. Boom. Shout out to Loan. Shout out to Loan. I I posted on my IG stories and I was like, and this is why. This is mm -hmm. why I work with the people that mm -hmm. I do because it's heart-centered. It's not just about me getting checks. These are people mm -hmm. that have good hearts and do amazing things. So I've just been observant, you know, so I find it interesting I also admire the influencers who also have been like, no, I'm going to put your ass to the fire. <laughs> yeah. But like we said on the episode, everyone has their different ways of doing things and you have to yep. listen to yourself at the end of the day. Um, before we switch over to Asante, I also wanted to highlight one last one, a young lady by the name of underscore Tori with three mm -hmm. eyes. So that's underscore T O R. I-I-I on Twitter created the Black-owned business thread where if you are a Black-owned business and want to put your information, people posted the links to their shops with pictures and have just been sharing that with their communities, with their Twitter, with their... I've seen it even posted on IG. I have to shout out Charisma on Twitter K-H-A-R-I-Z-Z-M-A-A-A. -A -A. She's the one that tagged all of us, actually, um, and the friend zone and all of our individual handles asking if we could amplify that thread. So if you're someone who has been maybe having trouble making ends meet with your small business or even haven't had the opportunity to amplify it, this is a great thread that has been catching steam since the 29th. So... Once again, that's at underscore Tori with three eyes, And thank you, Charisma, for putting that on our timeline so that we could do our job and use our platform to get that out there. Ecosystem, 
that was the mental health. health, 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 health. And Asante, let's move on to the Music Man segment, which you got for us this week. First of all, thank you, friend, for all the wonderful, amazing work you do for the community, as well as you, Dustin Ross. I appreciate and love both of you very much. Um, I don't know if I say that enough to either one of you on this show, and I just wanted to say that before I move on to my segment. Especially like with the state of where we are right now, I just want y'all to know that I love y'all and I'm so happy that we can do what we do together. Amen. Um, Thank you. I love love you you guys so much. (laughs) It's time for some love. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is just so disheartening outside. So um, I feel like I'm getting emotional. I'm going to stop trying to cry. This is so random. I promise (laughs) I'm not high. Moving on to the music (laughs) segment. Um, This weekend in Versus, Kirk Franklin... And Ooh, the timing, Jakes. Lord. <laughs> I, I think that's why I was getting more emotional than anything because <laughs> I was like looking at this all over again, like, oh, okay. Um, did y'all watch anybody tune in live? Yeah, I, I watched. I wanted to see if Ciroc was gonna bring the drinks for this one, like they did for all the <laughs> other ones. A gospel well, yeah. healing sponsored by Ciroc, right? Communion wine by Ciroc and shit. Well, y'all know I did my thing where I watched a little bit after on YouTube. So y'all go ahead and tell me what y'all think. First looks, loves, likes, and hates. Give me, give it to me. Give me the rundown. Well, Where's I knew gospel? I wasn't gonna know anything because I'm not familiar. <laughs> so, but I wanted the energy. I was like, we talking about God? I'm there. <laughs> I don't yes. have to be in your denomination. Um, I love gospel music. I'm dead at Dustin in these hands. <laughs> Praying hands. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was uh, cracking jokes with Crystal and Jade. I was like, I am not going to know any of these songs, but I will be there. And Kia, we were all up in there. We had our little group chat. I know mm. Kia was there our entire life. Oh, Kia was, listen, it was amazing to be able to experience that with them too, because they knew every song. <laughs> So that was cool. I loved it. I thought they did a great job. I'm so happy that they actually used the kit that (laughs) Swizzy and uh, Timbo sent them for the verses. They said we need this sound to be heavenly. It was good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I do wish they had turned it up a little bit, but I guess it wasn't that kind of thing. Oh, you know what was funny? I will say jojo was in the comments and she was like i'm smiling my ass off and somebody was like keep it clean jojo right (laughs) and she was like oh my god i'm sorry (laughs) take that grammy upside your head what's wrong with you in a large house where's maddie moss and her shoe when you need it but i'm gonna tell you something that what took me out was that tweet they took a photo and standing in the middle of the street outside like the studio or whatever and so it was uh, Kirk Franklin, T.D. Jakes, and Fred Hammond. And somebody going to call them Bell Biv Devotion. When I tell oh, you, I was about to God. pass out. I literally was about to pass oh, wow. out. But I knew I was going to heaven afterwards. So it was good. It was good. Versus. Yeah. Very good. Very a good. Lot of- a lot of people, and also according to this article on Revolt, they said the evening was truly a moment of healing. And um, I just wanted to make sure I talked about it and amplified it. So if you didn't catch it and you want to catch it, you should definitely go back to on YouTube and watch it. Because as Fran said, the music, they, it was a little low, but it was fine. It was not a bunch of crazy shit that's been Did happening. you see the merch? No. Oh, they yeah. Had merch? Yeah, they had like um, tour choir robes. They had um, cut it out. Like a, uh, had... <laughs> I can't even get it out. See how you be getting me? <laughs> Not a tour jacket. They had tour choir robes. 
so they upset. had the uh they didn't have the Kanye <laughs> church socks. Uh-uh. No, they just had um <laughs> never mind, because people gonna think I'm being disrespectful. And Lord, I'm telling you, I'm not. So let's just move forward. Yeah, shout out to Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin. Um and Tamala Mans who yes. came and cleared it real quick. What? Cleared I, it. I was going to say, I'm not Plies really took me out the fact that you can see him say that somewhere. Is just, I love oh. that he's so playful. Love it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, That's he's my kind of spirituality. <laughs> my kind of, the kind, the kind of say damn, damn every now and then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 tell you, so I don't get ain't nobody doing that damn. You know? Don't forgive me now, but you understand what I'm saying. I like them kind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to make sure I shout them out. Uh, Apparently, everybody was up in the building, and I think I mainly wanted to mention them because I saw Carrie Hilson's ass go across the line. And I just want to say, 5G Carrie, drop me a single. Just drop it for me. I don't care. Like, you're doing all this, and I just need you to do a lot of, you know, this. I don't know. Just something. Like, I just I just want to hear something. That's it. Just, that's just me personally. I, I ain't got nothing against I, Carrie Hilson. I, I was a fan. I have I, something that aligns with what you're talking about. G- give it I to me, please. Share it with you, okay? Because I feel like we in a space of Instagram, and I feel like you know when the spirit speaking to the spirit when it leads me, you know, in thought, I feel like I have to follow its lead. I was on Instagram the other day, um, and Monica was saying how she had been feeling really heavy. You know, she's cousins with Polo the Don, and they spend a lot of time together. Like I mean, all the holidays, they always together or whatever. And she was saying how when she feels down or whatever, she goes over there um, and he just lifts all their spirits. Monica was hugging and kissing her kids. Um, her oldest son was away on a trip, but her middle son and her daughter, Leia, she was hugging and kissing them and blasting Can You Stand the Rain by New Edition. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, Monica, as she was hugging him, she was just playfully, just casually, you know, like just singing, catching little background riffs and shit. She was blowing. Do you hear me? Monica was singing the shit out of Can You Stand the Rain on the low, low, low. It was a drizzle, but she was singing. Do you hear me? So when you get a chance, go on Monica's Instagram. Well, y'all going to miss it by the time y'all hear this, but if y'all going to hear today. I'm sure somebody put it on YouTube. It was okay. it was so brief, but and you know what? I screen recorded it, so y'all good. I'm going to share it with y'all on Twitter. Oh, okay. I got friends on pod. I got y'all tomorrow. Just text exclusive. me when y'all hear this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all. I just felt it was on my heart because you know it's even though it's not an inspirational song, it is one that uh, makes you feel something. And, hey, the song had you singing, okay, and that's what the sound's all about. Monica um, was jamming. In other music news, I just want to talk to y'all about like I, I don't know, like have y'all been listening to you know some of the new stuff that's come over come out over the past week or so, or I want to know if y'all have been kind of. Or if you've been in a state of like, oh, I was feeling this time and era or whatever this was. Is there like a song that you've been listening to that's kind of old, whether it be two years old, five years old, ten years old, and you just kind of been revisiting or like a time in your life? Because I just find myself revisiting. I don't know why. When I was in high school, I used to listen to like a lot of alternative music and I'm right back there. I don't know if this is going to lead us into like another white radio episode in the next coming weeks. But I just... (laughs) keep like going back down like old savage garden songs and like just old random trash bullshit so i just want to know have y'all been feeling this way too or y'all still listening to all the new shit coming out where y'all at what's going on in the state of y'all's musical affairs um dustin you want to go 
people, you know, ladies <laughs> first. Ladies first, my love. I mean, you ain't got to play nothing yet, or, or you can play it when you get to it, but like, have you been like, because for me, I've been playing music and then being like, I don't really want to listen to it. Let me go listen to this. And then I'll look and I'll be like, damn, this is from 2005. Why did I think that this was what I wanted to, like, why do I want to be here right now? Yeah, I randomly uh, started listening to Black Moon. I got you open, the remix. What? Don't front. Oh, I got you know, open. You I got you open, right? Hey. Yo, and then that put me into a rabbit hole of just like old ass hip hop. Um, I was listening Play to. some Onyx shit. Okay. <laughs> I was listening Dice to um, The Lost Boys. Oh, Renee. Renee, wow. you know, like mm. I just got into that bag randomly and. Um, Le fleur, le fly, le ashkoshka. We always talk about that. <laughs> Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. So I kind of fell into like a, a old hip hop bag. I don't know if, you know, the ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw like Umar, the ancestors. I don't know if... Um... <laughs> Dustin, I don't know. <laughs> ah, Dustin, <laughs> how you been feeling musically, and what's your been your musical state as of late? My needle's been going the other direction. It's been going in older music, but in a much more soulful direction. Mm. Um, I've been on, you know, T. Sop, the Sound of Philadelphia. I've been on the Three Degrees. Mm. I've been on. Um, uh, the New Birth, The Soul Children, uh, Barry White's Love Unlimited Orchestra. Some about all them mm. strings and that soulful vocal has been calming me lately. Real. Um, so also my brother told me, <laughs> he was like, nigga, I'm telling you, just watch it. He told me to look up James Cleveland, Where Is Your Faith in God? Right? And there's a <laughs> wow. live performance of James Cleveland and this choir going off. Oh, to, I need uh, that. Where Is Your Faith in God? And the, you know, the... Uh, the things that they are, it's the song is about a conversation between a, a Christian man that he's speaking of and someone that they're talking to who's going through certain trying circumstances. And they keep asking them, Where's your faith in God? But they keep bringing up these circumstances. Say, You out of money. Talking about, you know, say you got a habit. It's all <laughs> kind of shit that they keep bringing up. It'd be real shit, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> you got to listen to James Cleveland, Where's Your Faith in God? And also, I want to let the record reflect. This ain't a song I talk about a lot, but this is one of my favorite songs of all time. Diamonds and Pearls by Prince. Oh, Flat out. Like, I, I don't care. You could put it up against any genre, any time period, anything. It's literally a perfect song. So shout out to um, Prince and Rosie Gaines, who was singing her ass off in the background. Um I, well, it, I it just don't get no more perfect. Diamonds and Pearls by Prince. There's other new stuff that came out. But we this, this week right here ain't even about that. It's yeah. about music that make you feel something. So dig in the crates, get into them soulful old vocals, and then also look up James Cleveland, Where's Your Faith in God <laughs> on YouTube. And also uh, listen to this week's episode of Jaden XD. Mm. They made a they had they did a, a music episode. I think it's called The Bone, about your your sex playlist. Bone, 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 bone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did not go it's to so go. I know, this was so funny. I was like, what's The Bone? Like, I didn't make the connection <laughs> at all. Had no idea what they were about to talk about. <laughs> then when it came out, I was like, oh my God, y'all. 
But it's good because, you know, those two are like jukeboxes. So they took us on a journey. It was just nice, a nice respite to have for a little bit. So if you kind of need that musical break right now definitely go listen to this week's episode of jade nxt you was on your jukebox earlier friend you it took me down real early in the episode when you said don't and i forgot what i initially thought you was referencing don't and then you came back and did it again bryson tiller style i was like friends on the roll she's on the roll <laughs> oh, it was it was jake don't do it yes <laughs> yes Please yes. don't do it. <laughs> I thought you were singing Sybil. <laughs> don't, 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 don't make me. Don't, 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 don't make me. The don't playlist. Okay. <laughs> don't you forget about, about me. About me. Hey. I, look, I told you. Why y'all did where we I've all do at. the same neck bob and <laughs> and snap? Hey, 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 hey! like golly it's the shit i just had to ask that because when it came to me in music like i've been listening to some of the new stuff i've been replaying what brought me here was because of drake actually it's funny that we keep coming back to drake drake has been put like he always puts out music and he doesn't like do a lot with it he lets it do what it do on its own which i appreciate so when i hear like one drake song from like a previous project it'll remind me of like another one from two or three previous projects that I didn't have like enough time with just because we live in like this musical frenzy where artists, I guess they feel like they have to drop music to stay relevant or, you know, they do pull people in. They do. And, and they do like for, for some day, people, get though. your ass up too. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> well, no, so that I'm glad you actually mentioned Sade. Cause like for some people they have to do it to stay relevant, but for some people, <laughs> They do it when they do it, and we gonna get, take it when she we can get goals. it. She is goals. Y'all know she's life goals to me. Yo, she comes when years. she wants, and then go chills in her farm. She said, gave it to y'all, learn the words, and enjoy it as y'all want to, Bye. but don't ask me for nothing else. Like, some XD artists- played Cherish the Day on their episode, the Sade song. Y'all know that's my favorite Sade song, so I was like, oof, oof. Just... A healing record. I remember being like a child and them playing Sade in the fucking barbershop and being like, this is the one like R&P woman like that y'all let fly in this bitch because y'all got ignorant trash Word. all day. And then Sade come on everybody like, hold on, hold on. All you hear is Clippers and Sade. Like, it's like yeah. reverence. She got it like that though. Depending on who I'm having sex with. Depending <laughs> on who I'm having sex with because sometimes I need music to fill up the room. Some people, <laughs> some people you can handle stripped down production because you really want to soak up the moment. Other people, <laughs> I gotta go to Costco for the uh, oh you up. Let's speed this up. So some people, I might need music that's going, you know, a little bit loftier production value. That's just me. Not me loftier. I told you my roommate in college when I would play Sade, she would she would open the door and peek her head and go, "Are you depressed?" <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, why? She'd be like, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, bitch. I'm not depressed. <laughs> She's like, who the fuck just sits in a room and listens to Sade without wanting to fucking... <laughs> Meanwhile, that was just the wave. Like, it still Ignorance. is the wave. Ignorance. <laughs> I have one more contribution to the Music Man segment. Contribute. Con- contribute. One of <laughs> contribute. the... Um, one of the videos, because I'm a concubine, one of the videos that I saw <laughs> that was of of note to me, that during the um during uh, this period of unrest, somebody had busted out some windows of a piano store. I don't know what city they were in, but it was a store that sold pianos, and there was, was a black guy and a white guy in there. They were, uh-uh, but they, was play, they were in there playing the piano. 
as somebody was walking past recording and they were playing this piano riff from this song by Playboy Cardi and Young Nudie called, um, I think it's either called Kid Cuddy or it's called Pissy Pamper, but I can't remember. It, what? I know, I know, I know, I know, <laughs> but that literally, the song is either called Kid Cuddy and then Pissy Pamper in parentheses, there's either Pissy Pamper and Kid Cuddy in parentheses, but there's a very specific <laughs> piano riff, and if you look this up, you'll hear it, and I'm going to share that video with y'all on Twitter, too, so when you get to this point of the episode, make sure y'all tweet me, and I'll share the video with oh, you I guys like so that. you can see. Yeah, it's almost like a little choose-your-own uh, Twitter adventure, you know, for the friend zone, <laughs> but I'll share the video clip with you so you can see these guys playing Pissy the Pamper. piano riff. And then I'll share the song, too. That's the name of it. So it's not Kid Cudi. It's Pissy Pepper. I, I literally Google Playboy Cardo, Cardi piano riff. And it, the first thing that comes... Oh, it is Kid Cudi. And then in parentheses, Pissy Pamper. See? Okay, so that's what it is. But they it random as fuck, that's what they were playing on these pianos. As all this chaos is going on, there's these guys in there playing this fucking... That riff of that piano, of that song. And so it was just really dope. So I'll send it to you guys when you get to this point. Sorry, I was listening. <laughs> Friend, don't yeah. make me share my audio. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> it. I wanted to talk just like very lightly with music this week. It's just been such a heavy week. I didn't I didn't know like what thread to pull, you know, really for music. I just wanted us to kind of just have like a fa- familial moment and just be merry. And that's it. And I feel like we've done that. So I want to move on to TV land. Hold so on, no I TV think- land. Oh, y'all got listens lately. I think we should each play something for some music, a nice little music break. Yes. Listens lately. Friend, thank you for bringing that back. I would actually like for you to start because I always want to know what you've been listening to lately. Hmm. I'm like, it's always so hard to pick because it's so much good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) Good stuff you've been listening to. So much good stuff. Um, I am going to give it to Moses Sumney who has a song called Bless Me that I have been playing and I really love it. And this is how it goes. But when you see the end in every beginning lessons are you get Bless In the wrestling pit, you came when I needed it. Ah, a body on top of me to teach me. Stayed up past the witching hour. You showed me a secret power. I wish that my And then lastly, since I was talking about not forgetting to veg out and take some time for self, even amidst all this information that we're navigating, Masego with veg out. And this is how it goes. We can turn up or turn down. 
We can wait oh I don't wanna burn up If you're doing favors I return up I just wanna show you I'm deserving yeah, yeah. You say that this better pay off Waste time like you got a day off Hit you with the same old song I know you can turn that off, that off like Stop it. I'm just switching through these topics. This mood is lavish. I'm just breaking through the silence. Like, yeah, I wanna fetch out. I don't really care what you're talking about. I just wanna waste some time. I just wanna rest my mind. Yeah, I wanna fetch out. Isn't that dope? Yes. Relatable content. So such a beautiful song. Such a fun song. Just lighthearted. And we all need to veg out. So don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> Thus that's it for me, Moses Sumney and Masego. Shout out to y'all. What about you, Dustin Ross? What you been listening to? Um, we can go on and turn this bitch up real quick. I love um, <laughs> Amigos. Oh, you know what? I think I played that before too. Never mind. How you gonna edit again? <laughs> we love you, Ty. <laughs> we do. Um, okay, I'm ready. So the one song that I'll play this week actually comes from the one and only Freddie Gibbs. He named the song after hey. my girl Scotty Beam, the beautiful Scotty. Hey, Beam. shout out to her. Yeah, um, she uh, Freddie Gibbs uh, and the Alchemist put out a new project, Alfredo, and track number three is called Scotty Beam featuring Rick Ross, and it goes a little something like this. The revolution is the genocide. Yep. Your execution will be televised. Don't cross me like Isaiah, that shit be ill-advised. Dark horse rap black sheep, they got me vilified. Castrating niggas and they feelings on IG. Won't ever let this industry demasculinize me. I do murder bare face, don't need no mask to disguise me. Do my effing in the stash, I think them crackers behind me. Damn. He pulled me over, I asked him, yo, what's the problem, sir? I swear to duck the fire holes, man, I had no option, sir. Just let me go, cause my license insurance proper, sir. I hate to be on the run for smoking the officer. We were busting that police. Dope, soulful groove. Shout out to Scotty Bean for being immortalized in song. I Level. hear the yes. fuck that. <laughs> yes. Shout out to sexy Scotty Beam and Freddie Gibbs. And Issa, Issa Rae told Scotty she had a fine ass face. So now Scotty's, um, her Twitter handle, I, you know how you could change the name? It says mm-hmm. fine ass face Scotty Beam. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. No Word, face like some does. face. It sure yes. does. Shit. <laughs> All right, well, I have been uh, listening. There are a couple of songs I want to highlight really fast. Um, The first one I want to talk about really quickly is a young lady. Her name is Tiana Blake. She has a song called Cut Ties. She put it out a little bit earlier this year. Um, She just recently released a song called Hit the Spot, but I haven't heard that one yet. But on the cover of Cut Ties, I feel like she looks a little bit like a... She looks like Brandy on the cover a little bit, but then under that, she looks kind of like... Baby Mama! (laughs) (laughs) and that's how it goes every time i hear it um but yeah it's funny because she looks like 
it's like the brandy <laughs> cover. Hold on, y'all can't see this. I'm sorry. But she looked like Monica a little bit under the hat. It, it just fucks me up a little bit. Just a little bit. That anyway. looks like the Maya cover. And one of the Clark sisters, too. With the brown hat, remember? It's just all the... It's all just of all the All About school. Me album. Yes. <laughs> when, see, she just got all the little influences, and I'm fucking with it. But this is Tiana Blake. Uh, this song, again, is called Cut Ties. And here it is. Tiana Blake, um, that's Cut Ties. Dope. She has like a really pretty voice. And I just love it. Um, she does have a good tone to her voice. I thought the song was going to be about taking your braids out. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it should be because her braids are taken out on the cover of this. Um, But yes, I wanted to make sure I, I shouted her out because mm-hmm. I've been feeling her. But I also want to give a shout out to L.A. Um, for those of y'all that know, I've talked about this gentleman in the past. It's spelled L.A. E-L. Shout yes. out to him. Yes, it's spelled E L H A E. Um, it's funny mm-hmm. that his name is L A, but he has a song out with somebody called I M. It's literally just I and M. I don't know why this is happening, but anyway, L A and I M have a song together now <laughs> called Need to Know, and I love L A's voice. I love talking about him, and I'm just gonna keep playing him. So here's L A. The way you shine Kinda blows my mind Girl, I like this vibe We need way more time Yeah, on them lonely nights Without you right by my side I need to know your mind I need to know your mind Yeah, yeah Cause I need you to know so yeah that's la and i am that song is <laughs> Shout called out to la the the soundcloud og oh my god i love his like like I don't even know how to like talk about the the mood or the tone he sets with that music, but I just love his vibe. So had to make sure I mentioned him. Again, that song is called Need to Know. And that does it for the Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, I would love for you to take it away while you're over there burning Paolo Sante, okay? <laughs> ah, oh, I need to know. Tell me, baby girl, because I need... <laughs> you would want to do know. that part. That's the best part of that song. <laughs> I love I, that part. I love every that time, part. Every time you kept saying, I need to know, I can think of, <laughs> oh, I need to know. Somebody will come knocking on your door, like, do you need help? What is happening over here? I'll be like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> give him the hand. Anyway. 
There's nothing to talk about. I ain't been watching shit but the goddamn news. I the mean, only thing come that on. I want to halfway talk about, okay, is what I want to direct everyone over to insecurity to get the deeper dive. Oh, thanks, but brother. Which is, by the way, the number one podcast in the game for well, how many weeks in a row is this? And y'all Eight. are number one. Right. And that ain't no bullshit. That's the actual and that's factual. Like Thank TLC you. Said. But anyway, Insecure was good as hell this week. This was literally like wasn't a perfect so sweet? episode of Insecure. It was the it was the most refreshing moment in my Sunday to see that episode, to see Issa and Lawrence being mature, uh. to see them just kind of leaning into the fact that, listen, that is something in the middle of us. And it is what it is. Like, I love you, shit. And just to see them have that moment, that shit felt so good. It was written it so did. beautifully, Natasha. Um, I, it just. Did you text any perfect. of your exes? No, nah, but I did send an Uber. No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Nah, nah. It was so cute watching them, like, be grown. And, oh, like, I just. And, like, Loved Even the little it. kinks that I felt like there was like him not being able to say that it was only he was on the phone with. Do you say that? Like it was just it was cool. And Molly was not there, so I fucked with that too. Stop it! It was so raw, and it's it like that perfect. moment that people, not everyone obviously, but most people wish they had that opportunity to just like clear the air with someone that they really love that it did not work out with. And so it was nice to see it written so beautifully so that yes. we can all live vicariously in that moment to maybe yes. a situation that we wish could have paralleled. And shout out to Natasha Rothwell, also yes. known as Kelly on the show, yes. who wrote that episode. When I saw like, her name go across that, I was like, girl. <laughs> a t- I mean, how many talents can one person have? For I real. saw people saying that they would love for her to get a spinoff. I think that would be fucking awesome. Because she can like write Kelly. it. <clears throat> yeah, she can write it all. Well, she has a development deal at HBO, so I know she's working yes! on some projects. Yeah. I know she's working on some projects. I'm not sure if they're going to do anything with Kelly, per se, but Natasha but Rothwell... Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get mm-hmm. more of what we love from her because that proved nothing else. And she's not a one trick pony because no, nope. even though there were comedic elements in that episode, it was very much about emotion and reverence for the history they had with each other and just meeting each other where they were today. And, 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 and to me, <sighs> let me not talk too much because, you know, I'm dating somebody and shit. So I got to be careful with my language. <laughs> He but actually that, said it, Lord. What is today? Yo, I'm like, <laughs> what is today? Hold on, let me see what time it is. On? Lord Jesus. Well, that, well, well, that, well, dating is, you know, a literal term. Oh, you don't even date. try it. You said it already. Ooh, no bad You're dating. You're dating. Come on, let's light up in here. But just, you know, when you can, when you, when you can meet somebody, when you can return to a relationship with someone after you have really done work on yourself, and evolved into like you know your next level in so many ways it's just nothing like that 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 reconnection sometimes can really spark you know some real shit so i just was so happy to see that uh real it was a great episode it was great and that's it, was it. super good mm. so that means we're done that's it for yes. this week's episode <clears throat> you guys those of you listening 
As always, we love you so much. Emphasis on the soul today because Lord knows we need it. (laughs) We love you so much. We thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black, everyone, and protect your magic. Bye. (laughs) Bye.